just sit back and watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work. I'ma say today, I'ma say today. You just sit back and watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Entertainment Exchange. My name is David Johnson. I am your host. Across from me is co-host of this show, Wayne Hattrick, Wizzy Webb. And we're six feet apart, like the people have said. Yeah, for real. Good rhyme. In case you were wondering. Well, before we get into that, how was your weekend, sir? You have a good weekend? <clears throat> have a good week? Well, it was, you know, absent of corona, so I'm good. <laughs> Hopefully most of your weekends, if not all, have been absent from corona. Yeah, I don't want no corona over here, dog. Corona free zone, cuz. <laughs> corona free zone, cuz. Anywho... <clears throat> we do not have corona however our state being texas Tejas, will be the cause. first will be the first state to open up certain things and you'll see in the next coming days whether that's a good decision or a bad decision we're not here to comment on that i'm just trying leo i'm gonna comment on it right now no I'm kidding <laughs> kidding this is your first time listening to us ladies and gentlemen we break down entertainment news that's movies tv shows sports culture social media and more and we give it to you guys in segments that are podcasts throughout the week, as well as YouTube. Our YouTube is EX Does Entertainment. Go check that out. Enjoy the videos. Like, share, comment, and subscribe. Right now, before we get into it, if you want to follow us on our socials, it's down below in the description. We're talking movies and TV show news. So, Wayne. Yeah? Wayne. Yeah? What have you <clears throat> been watching? My All good right. mind. So Before we get into the news, let's check on what people have been watching. So right now I'm watching I'm watching two shows. Um I'm watching I'm watching Riverdale. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Yay. Look, look, I don't know what the <laughs> slander about Riverdale. I'm not to the part where you was all talking about it gets weird. I ain't yeah. there yet. I'm still in season one. Okay. And right now season one is lit, bro. Yes. It yes. is litty McSplitty, yes. bro. And then I'm watching Designated Survivor. Okay. Now that show That's first very off, good. We that talked about it last a, week. Yeah, the ABC show, and then yep. I picked up on Netflix. Bro, that show is amazing. For an ABC show? Yep. Bro, they did. They put in some good work with this show, man. I'm, I'm surprised. And now that it's on Netflix? They got one season that's the third season that was made by Netflix. We're not there yet. I'm only on season one of that one, too, because I'm watching both interchangeably. Yes. But I, I can't wait to get to that season because season one is already really good. Mm-hmm. I'm banking on season two being pretty good. Yep. I can't wait to see what Netflix did with this show. Yeah, with the like, money they have that they can yeah. just like throw money at them. And they're like, we're Netflix. We can do whatever. We can go super dark. Bro, it's over, man. I'm oh. ready. Uh, what have I been watching? I've been watching Veep. Veep is, oh my gosh. I'm re-watching it for the second time. Veep is on HBO. Mm-hmm. And right now it's dirt because HBO has like, you can watch stuff for free for a limited time. Veep is one of the shows. Just, I highly suggest watching Watch like the first season of Veep because Veep is a like comedy. It's a dark comedy like drama. And it's huh. and it's like the story of this lady and her being vice president and her willing to like she just wants to be president. Oh, you showed me some episodes of that. Yeah, I've showed you some like clips or whatever of it. And it's it's absolutely hilarious. The yeah. writing, everything, it's hilarious. It's dark comedy, mm-hmm. mind you, it's dark comedy. One more time, it's dark comedy, mm-hmm. right? But 
the whole political sphere and how they do it and how they handle it, it shows you just how like how that type of world works. And it's not made to be like a documentary. It's made it's like a funny comedy show, but there's parts that you're like, people really like this. Yeah. Like in like in half of a breath, they will talk to you and then cuss you out and talk behind your back in another half of a breath. Like people are It's like House of Cards, man. Yes. It's House of Cards but funnier. Yeah. Where you can like laugh about it, then you go, ha, dang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. So bro, that's Veep tough. is Veep is very funny. I'm on like season three or whatever. Cause it's only ten episodes per season. And they're only like, they're twenty eight minutes. So they're they're you can fly through Veep. How many seasons? Seven. Oh. Yeah. It's a perfect, it's a perfect, like, oh, I'm going to watch this and get, it is so funny. Okay. Uh, the wife and I are watching Waco. I wanted to watch that. It's good. Homie, the, the girl, Ruth herself is in there. Ruth is in there? Yeah. Ruth Langmore? Yeah. That's not her real name, but know, the actress that plays Ruth, uh, her accent's nowhere near as heavy. So in the first 10 minutes, you're like... Where's Ruth Langmire? Where's what? Where's three? Like you, you want to do the act? You want her to do it, but she's playing obviously like a like a softer Texas accent. Mm-hmm. But she's in it. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother is in it. Taylor Kitsch is in it. Uh, I talked about it on on social media. Taylor Kitsch got a bad rap because of Hollywood. Um, whether or not, like, I feel like he really wants to do well in movies. Mm-hmm. And like he's he's just been given a bad like the project he's been involved in a lot of them have been like ah eh, we don't like we're just in it to have fun we're not we don't really care so like he was like X Men Origins Wolverine that movie's fun but that movie's weird and crazy because uh, he played Gambit mm-hmm. and him playing Gambit I'm like yo he's good uh, now, a year later uh, Channing Tatum wants to play Gap, uh, Gambit I'm like why don't you like Taylor K-? he killed that part yeah um, Battleship. He was in Battleship, John Carter of Mars, which I think at this at this point still holds the record for the big biggest like Disney flop ever. Wow! Yeah, hundred and something million dollars because it was like um, it was like an Avatar esque type of like adventure, yeah. but no one cared, so no one saw it. It's a fun movie. No one gave two craps about it, so it lost over a hundred something million at the box office. Horrible. Jeez. He was, but he's also in Lone Survivor. Okay. He is one of the guys from Lone Survivor because okay. it's Mark Wahlberg. It is him. Oh gosh, I, I'm blanking on the, the the other guy's name. And then it's Taylor Kitsch. So he's a part, like he's in good things. He just has a rap of being like, oh, he's in that movie that sucks. Mm-hmm. So he is playing the main leader of the Branch Davidian cult, David Koresh. He's playing the like the cult leader. Yeah. It's great. It's only six episodes at like 45 minutes each episode. And it's about the true life, you know, it's about the true events of that interaction, that standoff between the cult, the Branch Davidian cult and the FBI, where like 50-something people died over the course of like 50-something days. Like, it was bad. Bad, 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 bad. Oh, dang. If you don't know, yeah, if you guys don't know about it, if anyone does, if you are unaware, because, you know, if our listeners are not in Texas, it's a pretty interesting story that if you take a second, look into, or type in Waco cult or Branch Davidians, uh, and look up that stuff because it's crazy, and it's a story of that. John Leguizamo is in is in that uh, show. Uh, who else is in that show? I'm gonna have to watch this. Yeah, one of the dudes from like one of the big guys from like Game of Thrones. I noticed him in in in, in like their cult thing. I was like, hey, the mountain. 
No, not the <laughs> not half Thor. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's his name, half Thor Bjornensen. Not yeah. him. Homie's lifting up uh, sycamore trees. <laughs> not him. But that's what I'm watching right now. So let's get into the news. A uh, couple announcements. Thor 4, Love and Thunder has been pushed back, obviously. X-Men Dark Phoenix received the was the biggest box office bomb of last year. I said this before. If you want to watch a bad movie and still have fun in it, don't watch Dark Phoenix. Because Dark Phoenix isn't like, oh, this is bad. This is fun. To, like, it's, it's just bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's painful bad. Dark Phoenix lost $135 million at the box office. Like, if you want to watch a bad Ooh. movie that's fun to watch, watch, like, Sharknado. Exactly. Like, exactly. Watch Tremors. What, like, yeah. they're bad, but it's still goofy and silly. Like, Dark Phoenix, you're like, this what shouldn't be... What was the be... trailer for that movie we watched where we were like... The this... Velocipasta? Yes. <laughs> the Velocipasta. <laughs> what the heck? Did that ever come out? Uh, yeah, probably. Just no one cared. I don't want to watch that, man. That... that... <laughs> But like to me, it's gonna be the like a cringe show, bro. The Velocipaster. Velocipaster. So what else is uh, what else is happening? Um, before I got a couple of new like new things that are just popping up on the timeline. Uh, Karen Gillian, who is Nebula, mm-hmm. who is oh, I forget her name in Jumanji, but I've I freaking love Karen Gillian. She's awesome. Aaron Paul and Jesse Eisenberg have been cast in a Riley Stern's Riley Stern's sci-fi thriller called duel this sounds very very intriguing not not that d-u-a-l not yugi okay kaiba not that one the movie from riley stearns will follow a terminally ill woman who is karen gillian who opts for a cloning procedure to ease her loss on her friends and family when she makes a miraculous recovery her attempts to have her clone decommissioned fail and lead to a court-mandated duel to the death. Bro, this sounds lit! Bro! Oh, dang. So it's kind of like living with yourself. Yes. <laughs> but it turns but a whole, like a completely different angle. But not fun at all. But not fun at all. This sounds good. A live-action Goosebumps TV show is coming, which is interesting. Goosebumps. Look, I don't know, bro. I'm Look, not a fan I don't of know, that. bro. The books are cool to me. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the things that they put on screen <laughs> what do when you it mean? comes to Goosebumps. <laughs> you know something know. you should be able to watch? You should watch uh, scary, stories to, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Nah, bro, because I saw the trailer for that, and then go ahead, let something come out of her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, so, but here's the thing. That movie is a, is a great horror anthology and is nowhere near, like, hereditary. or You know what I'm saying? It's nowhere near that level. Scary Stories to... Scary stories to tell in the dark is a great like stepping stone. If so, if you're like, I don't really like horror movies, but I'm I like thriller movies. It's the perfect like, you know, bridge. See, it's like baby horror movies. See, that's cool. That's what you you're gonna watch it. That's cool. You don't have a say. I I don't watch. I'm, the, I'm not mic. watching it by myself. I'm muting your mic. I have. I need to watch it with someone. I muted your. Mic. I'm not watching that by myself. <laughs> so uh. You can Too go ahead bad. and take you that to the bank. I, I don't have to do anything. My God told me that I <laughs> don't have. I don't have to follow the ways of man. Okay, right. I All follow right. my Lord and Savior right. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, I love you, Jesus. <laughs> HBO Max launches May twenty seventh. That's what I'm interested in. They dropped a trailer for it, which shows all the stuff that's going to be on HBO Max. I'm gonna be interested in that. You gonna get it? 
I think I will. You gonna share a password? Maybe. No, that's a yes. <laughs> HBO Max is, I think it's 15. Okay, that's cool. But it's HBO Max is, obviously, all the HBO stuff and the originals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers stuff. The the Green Lantern show. The Stephen King. Like, the, all that new stuff we've been talking about is HBO Max. And so, I, I mean, I gotta see what else. I think Fresh Prince, HBO Max. It's gonna be interesting to see what they act like, what they totally have. So I'm gonna keep my eye on that. You know, it's cool. It's 15 bucks a month, but it's free to share that password. Dang. So uh, go ahead. Uh, and there's a live way. action One Punch Man. No, 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 no. A live action no, no, One no, Punch no. Man movie in the no. works at Sony. No. Ready? No. From the writers of Venom. No. No. <laughs> Av. No. Arad. I pr- I hope I pronounced that correctly. Will produce. No. So here's the thing. Heck Here's what no. I talked about before you like got into anime. This is the point that I was making. It was like there's a lot of like either it's anime or even if it's stories told by other cultures that are very, very good. And what happens is it comes to our side of the globe and we have a tendency to see it and try to replicate it. But when we replicate it, we take out the cultural significance it's of trash. it and turn it into, man, this is what we do. It's trash. You know? Like, like, have you, you, you haven't seen Snowpiercer, have you? No. See, I showed you the sh- the TV or the movie Snowpiercer uh-huh. by the dude who did Parasite. Mm-hmm. And then you see, the, oh, they're making a TBS version of, the, of Snowpiercer. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what happens. There's, remember the Train to Busan movie is great. Now they're trying to do an American Train to Busan. Bro, this is why they say America has no culture. Because <laughs> we take culture from we other steal. people. We still kill so. We lie, we cheat, we, we cheat. steal yeah. <laughs> that Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, R.I.P. Man, man. So this this is the thing that frustrates me. Live action One Punch Man. Stop no. right there. No, <laughs> no. Moomin Rider. No, my boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. That's that's number one. <laughs> number two in works at Sony. Eh. It could, eh. No. Heck no. Uh, next part from the writers of Venom. No. <laughs> Bro. No. You got okay. Out of those three. Uh huh. Two of them are strikes, and then for you, like, it's a half strike. Yeah, exactly. For me, they struck out, bro. Yeah. You and then the last part. As soon as you said you wanted to redo One Punch Man. The last part is AV or Avi Arad will produce. That's where I, it's a big strike for me. Because one of the reasons why Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire was so confusing is that Avi Arad wanted Venom in there. And so kind of forced them to put Venom into that story, which is why it's so convoluted. Avi Arad is one of the reasons why Amazing Spider-Man 2 was so bad. Because he wanted to throw more things in there. And so the people that work on that stuff, like Andrew Garfield, didn't like working with... Like, he's one of the reasons why a lot of the Spider-Man stuff, it goes like, yeah, yeah, like, at Sony, anyway. So let's just take Avi Arad and throw him out. Because he's in... He got... He up there. He got what? He got power. I don't care. He got that power. No. You feel me? Not no more, man. Your movies are trash. <laughs> you suck. Like not as a like, human being. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're a fine human being. Like you, you got got family, all that cool stuff. That's cool. When it comes to making movies and stuff like that, you are not good. And I'm not saying I can do any better because I'm I don't have an expertise in that field. But I guarantee you if I did and I knew a little bit more about making movies, I can make a dope movie better than anything that you put out, bro. Whoa, you bro. are relax, garbage, relax. bro. Don't Relax. touch One Punch Man. Relax. I'm, I, I'm not here for the slander. I'm not here. <laughs> I got the whoop web on tap, bro. Come so at me, So listen to this, right? He was the 
He was the producer on the Daredevil movie with, with Ben Affleck. Bro, get out. <laughs> he was a producer on that first Hulk movie. Get out. And the first Punisher movie. Get out. They're all, eh. He was producer on Spider-Man 2. Get out. So that's good. He was the executive producer on Blade Trinity, if you remember that one. Can someone just tell him to sit down? He was the producer on Elektra. <laughs> Fantastic Four. <laughs> X-Men The Last Stand. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Spider-Man 3. Fantastic Four number two. <laughs> Incredible Hulk. Ghost Rider 2. Iron Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh... Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. He was the executive producer on it because it's Spider-Man. Uh, Venom. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Far From Home. Uncharted. The Uncharted movie coming up. Here's the thing. And then the Venom movie. The new Venom movie. Here's the thing. <laughs> Out of all those movies you listed, he, he struck home runs three. Three times. Three, Maybe four three times. and a half. Yeah. Out of that like was a 11, long list, David. Out of like 11 moves. To go three for however many, you are, your percentages are bad. The optics don't look the good optics, for you. So that's some people who are like comic book fans, especially Spider-Man, whenever you see his name, a lot of people are like, mm, I don't know if I want to be associated with that. There you go. I don't want him touching One Punch Man. I don't want anybody touching One Punch Man. Yeah, keep it the way it Straight is, up. man. Why do we have to, bro, America has no culture. We suck. None. Uh, American Pickle. So listen to this. American Pickle, I believe, was supposed to be a movie, but it it's going or at least like a theatrical release. It's going to release on HBO Max. Uh, this it's a it's a crazy weird story. The story follows a 1920s laborer who falls into a vat of pickles and is brined for a hundred years. He he wakes up in present day Brooklyn. And finds out his great-grandson is his only surviving relative. Now, the the laborer who was pickled and his great-grandson are going to be played by the same person. Seth Rogen. So it's a comedy. <laughs> Get out of here. I want to watch this. Get out of here. This is Pickle Rick from Rick and Morty. Get out of here. Times 20. I'm in. <laughs> I'm watching this movie. I don't care. It's absolutely absurd and silly. And it's something I need to watch. I need Get out of here, bro. This is like, have you seen the interview with Seth Rogen? Yeah. And that's exactly what I needed they to be. They hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> they hate us because of the ain't us. <laughs> that's, a, that's the type of movie I need to see right now. Just absolute absurdity. Cool. It's 2020, man. We need to have our minds removed <laughs> from what's happening. You feel me? Bro, what the heck? Uh, the Cassian Andor series that's happening is taking place five Years before Rogue One. So, cool. we won't see Jin. We'll see when he gets, like, the robot. Could you try again? Wow, you're the worst. You we won't see Jin. That, that we'll see time. when he gets the robot and probably some other stuff early, but I'm excited for that. Uh, that's cool. That's what, yeah, that's NBC fine. is reuniting cast of Parks and Rec for a half-hour special. So excited about that. Um, obviously, more delays. Like, Spider-Man got moved to November. Spider-Man 3 mm-hmm. got moved to November. Of next year, Uncharted is in July of next year. So I think they flip-flopped. Spider-Man took November and Uncharted went into into Spider-Man's old slot. Which, Uncharted in the summer makes sense. That's what you do with a summer blockbuster. Like that. Now, 
That's fine with me. Spider-Man is in November. Then literally two weeks later, Mission Impossible 7 is in November. Insane. Bro. What? Insane. There's another one? Yeah, remember? Remember, they, they're doing 7 and 8, like, right now at the same time. Did we talk about this? Yes. They're going to get to 10. Oh, my god! They're doing 7 and 8, like, back-to-back filming right now. When do you think they go to space? 9. Honestly, 8. I think Fast and Furious beats them to space. Actually, wait. What's the next Fast and Furious? 9, right? Yeah. They're not going to space in this one. So I think Fast and Furious 10 will go to space. But I think Mission Impossible beats them there. We'll see. I'm tired of these franchises, man. I like Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible is good. That's cool. But like, God dang, bro. That's cool. But Can you yeah. just find a spot to end it? Tom Cruise, he can't run forever. Uh, you want to bet he can't? <laughs> he will take that bet. Him and that school of science can go somewhere else, bro. <laughs> that school of science. Whatever he believe in. Scientology. Yeah, that. Uh, last on the, on the movies and TV show segment. Avatar Last Airbender. Netflix. May 15th. You got no more excuses, fam. I used to watch Avatar. You got no never finished. more excuses. I watched like the first season maybe. And then you got no maybe more. Maybe less than that. Excuses. And then like picked different episodes here and there Why? to watch. Why? You do not It didn't watch catch my eye, man. The greatest animated TV show of all time. You got no more excuses. I beg to differ. Zero. The greatest. You heard me. And you heard television show. Did I stutter? Boy, have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening today. But hold tight. The next part of this episode will be about sports, NFL draft, gaming, The Last of Us. A lot of weird stuff going on with that game right now. Oh, no. Yeah, not good. No. Stay tuned. Now, we're back. So we got the sports and the gaming. We're going to start with the gaming first. Uh... Travis Scott was in Fortnite. Dude. So I didn't go in and play and went to the concert. I saw I visually saw it. Holy crap. Dude, I was in there dude, for that. Dude, that's how that is. He had a concert for like 10 million people. Like that's insane. Bro. It looks so good. Dude, okay, so when I loaded in, I had no idea what to expect. And you loaded in and you were like falling down or whatever. Yeah. And then you fall in or whatever. You hit yep. the ground and you're just running around like nothing was happening. And so I was sitting there and I was like, okay, where's the like where's the concert at? Because that was the only option you could pick. You couldn't get, do squads or anything like that. Yeah, you could only we, go to the concert. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm in here. You see the thing like fly in? Bro. Bring. And then this thing Astro. flies in and you just Travis Scott is like freaking Goliath. You're like 90 feet tall. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Ain't this here? But then he's stepping on the ground. I'm like, yeah. yo, it's synced up and everything. I thought he was dude. gonna kick me, bro. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> it's so dope. They had his air forces and everything. Like I'm when they punted. did that, that was nuts. Cause it, like the amount of de- like detail. Yes, bro. It was crazy, bro. It was lit. So he man. did that. He did. He did a, a. What's the name of the song? Shoot. Which one? How the one with Drake? I can't. What's the actual name of it? Oh, uh, Sicko Mode. Sicko Mode. He did. He did Sicko highest mode. in the room too. He did highest in the room. Hope I make it out of here. He did that new song at the end. I don't know yeah. what it's called yet. He did four songs, I think. Sicko mode. He did three or four songs. Sicko Maybe mode, four or five. Uh, highest in the room. The new song. Mm-hmm. He did another one that we all know. Was it? Oh, uh, oh. Uh, it was from Birds in a Trap, Sing McKnight, I think. Anyway, he did four or five songs. That was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. I not you did your thing, bro. Props. 
Now I haven't seen I didn't see the marshmallow one, the concert, so I don't know how to like compare it to yeah. the marshmallow concert. But this one looks definitely like they put more time and effort into it. Bro, it was for crazy. sure. Trippy, trippy. It was trippy. very, very cool. So shout out to Fortnite. That's, That's the only as time we as we talk about Fortnite, I got an email from Epic Games about, about Fortnite. The thing. Yeah. Shout out to that. Listen, I'm not going to shout out Fortnite all the time, but I give them props on this because they like they're doing gaming right right now. If that makes yeah. sense. Now, on the flip side of that coin, we have somebody who's struggling not right now with gaming, and that's The Last of Us Two. So I never thought I'd hear those words. Yeah, for real. Now it's not like the game itself is struggling. Problem is, a developer, or somebody who worked on the game, is was like either. They got fired or they got let go or they quit and they felt bad about the working conditions under which they worked on Last of Us 2. And so they leaked a bunch of stuff about Last of Us 2. Uh As in, do not, if you want to watch and slash play The Last of Us 2 and you do not want story spoiled, I would literally mute anything. If you have Twitter, mute any words associated with The Last of Us 2. Just be careful. Because it's like like the list of the cutscenes, the beginning of the game, spoilers, leaks, the end. Like it's a, this dude, whoever, dude, ma'am, ma'am or woman, literally spoiled the, like, the game, the twist, the, all that stuff. It's did out there. Did you see it? I did not. Okay, good. I saw people talking about it. I did not. But Naughty Dog released a statement, and their statement was, which is like them saying, yeah, it's out there. Please don't. Please don't. Bro, uh, I'm sorry that that happened to you, bro, but don't be a... We know the last few days have been incredibly difficult for you. We feel the same. It's disappointing to see the release and sharing of pre-release footage from development. Do your best to avoid spoilers, and we ask that you don't spoil it for others. The Last of Us Part 2 will be in your hands soon. No matter what you see or hear, the final experience will be worth it. A.K.A., please don't be looking at this stuff. Don't spoil it for yourself. Don't don't spoil it for others. It's a PR nightmare. Uh, the Last of Us is... Announced to come out June 19th now. So June 19th, and then the Ghost of Tsushima game comes out July 16th. So they're like back to back, boom, boom, right there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Like June 19th? Yeah, the one that coming in. The June coming up. Like June, Juneteenth? June, yes. Yes. They're dropping on Juneteenth? Yes. I feel like we said we talked about this before, but I don't care, bro. Yeah, June, 10th? June oh, 19th and what? Ghost of Tsushima July 17th. Suck it to turn up and then get home and be like, so ah. Turn up. Oh, it's sad that, boy hours. Totally. Yeah, it's sad boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a sad boy summer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, they're like, they're in, they're navigating some hard times right now. Hard so, times. If gonna make you do not spoil that for anybody else. Cry. If you've seen it and if it's been spoiled for you, like, I got a end game spoiled for me. That's tough, bro. Yes, end game is spoiled for me. Because what you call it, it's I'm not gonna say spoilers because it's been a year or so and you should have seen it by now. Uh, what you call it spoiled it, Lashawn McCoy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so I scrolled past and like I saw it, but I think I whatever I was doing, I completely forgot about it. So when I saw Endgame, it wasn't until Tony was dying that I was like, oh yeah, Lashawn McCoy. But I completely forgot, so it, it like the, it did nothing for me, it didn't affect me, mm-hmm. but. I know a lot of people heard about that, got the movie spoiled because of LaShawn McCoy. Like an idiot. Yeah, he can catch his hands. So, be careful out there. Uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be the Madden 21 cover 
Shout outs to you. That's pretty dope. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes for breaking the curse. Uh, he broke the curse. No, because who was it last year? Because whoever was Brady it was Antonio before, Brown. Right? Oh yeah. Then no, before, before it was Brady. I think he got them to the Super Bowl. Like that. I, I think Brady broke. But then they lost. But then they lost. That doesn't. That doesn't mean. Like, then they the, lost. It's a curse. The curse. Yeah, I know who they lost too. I know they lost, but the curse is not. You got to the Super Bowl and lost. Like the curse is not that. The, the curse, curse is, is like, oh, you get injured, or oh, your team goes oh and whatever. Like, there's a difference. Like, but we Tom started, Brady broke we that started curse. seeing the, the decline of Tom. I think Brady. Richard Sherman broke that curse. Even no, that's when Richard Sherman started getting exposed. Is that the year that they lost because they threw at the one yard line? I think it, that that Ooh. might be. But that's when Richard Sherman, the year he started getting exposed. What about OBJ? OBJ was before him. Possibly, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, well. Around that time. Anyway, I don't know. It was strong with Antonio Brown. Like, it was strong. Like, that That <laughs> the, man was drenched the curse in the curse. The came back in full effect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the curse took a year off and said, I'm going to work this yes. year. It's a wrap oh, for y'all. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. That's funny, bro. Yeah. There's that. Let's talk uh, Last Dance. Episode three and four. Dude. How you feeling about The Last Dance so Dude. far? Hold up. So, Michael Jordan. Freaking good. Michael Jordan did not. Michael Jordan ain't got no filter, man. Michael Jordan does not care. Oh, yeah. Speaking of what, you're watching on ESPN, right? Not ESPN 2? Yeah, I'm getting the full effect. Yeah, okay, good. I'm getting every word. I'm getting every curse word. I love it. All the emotion. Yep. Everything. Yeah, I'm getting all that. I love it. Dude, it's This doc is amazing. Yes. Absolutely amazing. Bro, Um, the fact that, that, that. Dennis Rodman was able to go on for his 48 hours yeah, which or whatever. Yeah, which was like 60 whatever. Yeah, it turned out to be not 48 hours. Yeah, the yeah. man was gone. And they had to get him out of his bed and be like, hey, bro, we got to play. Are you ready? Like, we got we got we to get ready for the season, bro. Like, come on, dude. Like, bro, what are you doing? I, I saw someone tweet that was like, Jordan, Jordan will always be the go to me because Michael Jordan had, had his basically, quote unquote, Robin literally sit out to play at the beginning of the year and then his like green lantern uh literally <laughs> he had to go get him from parties mm-hmm. and they're like <laughs> they with carmen electra bro yeah they were like mike if mike had a 40-hour work week 35 was trying to get his teammates <laughs> on the court and five hours was him actually playing and it's like mike is the goat just for that <laughs> that had me dying I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Jeremy Medina. I was talking to him, and I was saying, I was like, this, this, I mean, I've seen it in the Bad Boys, like, 30 for 30, and I've seen it in clips and everything, but this definitely showed, like, for me, Dennis Rodman is one of my top five players, and has been for a long time. Because mm-hmm. I, if I could make a, like, five group of five players, I would have Magic, I would have Mike, I would have LeBron, I would have Dennis, and I would have Shaq, or I would have Hakeem, or I would have Kareem at the at the five, mm-hmm. because Dennis does not care about scoring points. Dennis wants to play defense. Dennis wants to rebound. Why they call him the Yo. worm? Homie was out here with seven points, twenty two rebounds, six blocks, and I'm like, all right, we out here. I'm gonna go get. I'm finna get lit in Vegas. Yes. I'll see you in sixty hours. Like, and that's what he did. And I'm like, character flaws and all, or whatever, quote unquote flaws. However, like. The mental things that he suffered through, 
all of that wrapped in one person, I'm still taking Dennis Rodman. That's just how I like. I want someone who wants if that ball bounces off the rim. Yeah, when he was explaining I want, that. Exactly. I want someone who's ready to take your head off to go get that ball. Who does not care. Like, have you seen that picture of him literally parallel? Mm-hmm. Like, diving for a ball? It's just like Dennis Rodman was out there fighting for, like, for 15 seconds, tipping the ball up, up, up. Yeah, yeah, To get yeah. the rebound away from, like, Charles Barkley. Like, it's just like, this built different, bro. Yeah. This I was built different. When he was talking about how he would, like, watch film on people. On he how would see to, how, how they spin? shot and how the ball spun and like how it would bounce off the rim so he'd know where to be to get the yep. rebound. Like, dude, that's he went all, He was like, I don't care about getting any points, period. Okay, on period, I ain't getting no points. D T period. Yes, period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but I will get every rebound. I will get every loose ball. I will lock down your best player. Like it's it's over. He was Dennis Rodman, uh, man. Dope, man. That even that, yeah, like you said, that whole like Hey, you want, let's come shoot so I can just, just grab rebounds. I'm yeah. not shooting. I want, like, and someone who cared because un, he understood that rebounds equal points. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't score doesn't mean the team's not winning. If I grab down this rebound and chuck it down to Scotty, who chucks it down to Michael, we score in four seconds. Mm-hmm. That started with me. If yeah. I relax on my rebounding, we don't get that scoring opportunity. Yep. So it's someone that understands and realizes that rebounding is just as important as any other stat. And, and, you know, lets the game evolve and flow. All right, I'll rebound then. That, like, and, he's, and he made up. All right, you need somebody. I got you. I'll be that guy. I can, I'll can. score if you want me to. I'll catch lobs. But, Scotty, Mike, you do your thing. You you push him over to me. Let me know where you want me to do help defense, rotate, whatever. I I got him. You know? And then so when you see when Scotty comes back and, it, you know, interrupts the dynamic a little bit, it's unfortunate because – in uh, Dennis Rodman's case, like having someone be like that person that backs you up and is like, yeah, like we cool, we tight. And then for him to go to the third wheel immediately, he was like, whoa, whoa, wait. Like I've been a third wheel my whole life. I've been yeah. a black sheep my whole life. Like, come on, bro. Stick together. Stick together. And so when Mike talked about the, him realizing that we just got to let Dennis go because he'll come back. And when he comes back, he'll play. Like it's not like he doesn't want to play. Mm-hmm. He wants to play. And that's another thing entirely is that did he want to party? Yeah. Like Dennis was like, uh, shots, kamikaze. He was doing kamikaze yes. shots in the weight room. Like he he wanted, he finna get lit any time of the day. But he was like, oh, we got to suit up? All right, let's play. And he could do it too. It like wasn't that, like, nah. Like that story whenever uh, Dennis came back from one of his whatever breaks or whatever, something like that. And yeah. coach made him run. Oh, they had to do like the Navy run things where you rotate yeah. people. And then they were like, well, Dennis, he, he Michael was like, why we got to get caught up in his get yeah, back in shape routine? Yeah. But then as soon as they said go, Dennis took off. He gone. <laughs> and like, Dennis had, is ready, And they bro. had to catch up to him. And it was like, <laughs> when he wants to play, like when his mind is on, like it's basketball time, it's over. Yeah. It's basketball time. And he's able to turn it off and turn it Love back Dennis on. Love Dennis Robin. That's crazy. That's And that, that's why when I watch that Dennis Robin, when I think back to the, the bad boys, 30 for 30 gives you a lot into Dennis Robin too. Because he talks about when he got drafted or he was at Detroit, uh, he was so happy. Like, he, that's where that whole mentality of, yo, I'll just get rebounds mm-hmm. and play tough because they were the bad boys. Yeah. That's where it kind of started because Chuck Daly, uh, the coach uh, with, the, like, the feather hair, the coach was like, he was like, the coach believed in me and told me, he's like, listen, I got you back. Like, you ain't had, like, he didn't want to put a lot of pressure on me. So he just said, go out there, rebound, block shots, play hard defense. 
And then it's like, I could do that. Yeah. I'll do that all day long. And then he gets defensive player of the year. And like, it's all, it's a, it's a crazy Dennis Rodman story has ups and downs. But when you look at like the constants, you realize like, yeah, he likes to party, but he likes to play basketball too. Yeah. Crazy. Then episode four, you see Phil Jackson now here coaching in Puerto Rico in, in the thick of like where it goes down yeah. and Phil ain't backing down from nobody. That's insane, man. The fact that he told, uh, what's his name, Jerry Krause? Bro, Jerry is. Told him like, hey, you can go 82-0 and 0 this season. Yeah. I don't care. We're not, you're not going to be here next yep. year. Yep. Him That's instituting, instituting the triangle offense. All the movement, yeah. It's like Mike, you ain't gotta hold the ball like that. Like you're gonna, you're gonna get yours, obviously. Uh-huh. But don't feel like you have to. Yeah. And then Mike's like, "Yo, you're right." Because as much as I like Doug Collins, my my old coach, it was literally just me doing it. So then Mike starts using his other teammates more. You get yeah, John like Paxson. John Paxson. Oh my God, John Paxson was a sniper from jump. Boy, had the, the fact strap. that they were leaving him open is insane. Bro, when he when Steve he Kirk, drove in, leaving him insane, drove in and he kicked it to John Paxson over, over the over the defense. Yep. Caught it, hopped over, pulled that. I was like, bro. And, and it wasn't John like Paxton was here, like, man. it's nothing but a Monday. <laughs> like, <laughs> catch, shoot, catch, shoot. It's like, hey, go ahead, find my I'm paycheck, here. bro. Give my paycheck. He didn't paycheck. even say, like, hey, hey, he was just hands up, ready? Ain't nothing but a Tuesday. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's cash. And it's like, yo, they were crazy. Yeah. Freaking Scotty Pippen, full court defense on Magic Johnson. Yes, pick that man up at full court, bro. bro. You pass the ball into him, and it's, it's, it's clamps. <laughs> Nuts. And that's the crazy thing is that Mike struggled with uh, Magic because Magic is 6 9. Yeah. Like a lot of people, I mean, people get caught up in, you know, the Lakers won 11 champions. Magic Johnson was out there at 6 9 doing some of the most crazy things you've ever seen with yeah. the ball, right? Like he, the ball was on a string basically when he was dribbling behind the back, through the leg, over the head pat. Like he was doing this crazy stuff to James Worthy. And it was just, it was easy. Yeah. And so when you realize that Scotty's like, I can be a point forward on the offensive side, which is like the beginning of the point forward, I'll I'll play you 92 feet. I don't care. Pass the ball in. I don't care. Crazy. Amazing. Next episode's about the dream team, bro. I'm oh, so man. excited. I also think it's going to be about why Isaiah wasn't on the dream team. Oh, yeah, because Michael didn't want him on that team. Yeah. And it, well, because apparently obviously it was, because it wasn't the, just Michael. It was more people they didn't want I him on the team. I think it was because, obviously because of that boy hands. Because of shaking hands. But, again, I see why. Like, I see the hypocrisy. Or I see both sides because the Celtics yeah. not yeah. doing it. And, and Larry Bird just like, yeah. just like ah, I'm not going to talk about it. It was just like, oh, yeah. no, Larry, wait, and wait, then, wait. And then they were saying how, uh, or uh, who was it talking they're trying to say how at the at that game when the Pistons beat the Celtics, yeah, and the Celtics walked off. Somebody was like, "Oh yeah," and the only person to take around the, to shake hands was Kevin McHale. Yeah, but then Isaiah Thomas was like, "No, no, 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 no." He's like, "I had to." He run was down. walking off, and I had to go get him and shake his hand exactly as he was walking off. It's a different story. It's different. And, and so, so when they were walking off, the only person to stay was John Sally, mm-hmm. who played on the Lakers and the Pistons. He was the only one to stay. I believe. Oh, when the Pistons walked off? Yeah, when the Pistons... No. Wait, who... Yes, when the Pistons walked off. Yes. Okay. But, man, that's why I see that, and I'm like, I get why they're mad at Isaiah, but Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, don't act like y'all on your high horse. They'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he walked off the court. Y'all did the same thing to them. Yeah. Where's the... Anyway, I just love, don't, I just love and, it. And, and what's crazy is, is if a team tried to do that nowadays, bro, the amount, the amount of, of fines, slander, yeah, the amount of brands that would and, pull their their, yeah, it's so ridiculous. Woo! And like, I understand, like, I'm not, I'm not advocating, like, don't 
don't be the type of team to walk off the no. court. No. And not, you still you, you lost, take your lumps. Yeah. That's cool. But the amount of sensitivity yeah. in today's like league, yeah. these players are not thriving in that era. You yes. gotta go up against the the bad boys pistons. You're there's no way. Your your kidney is getting punctured. <laughs> like there's nothing you can do. <laughs> like that's so I was thinking about that earlier and I was like KD in that or in that timepiece in that They're era. snapping him in half like and a string. I was beam. like, listen, KD could probably average seventy or seven points and he was literally just stay at the perimeter. Because the, he went in the paint. The first time he would go in the paint, he'd be like, dang, why my leg bending the wrong yeah. way? Because he would go up, he would come down, get hit, and then he'd be like, Coach, I'm bad yeah, right bro. now. I'm not doing this, yo. <laughs> They're not playing basketball. Bro, I was out watching there. some of that stuff, like people, like when you pump fake, and then somebody jumps. They just come they down. They just with come, the, down come down. Come down with a people's elbow with yeah. the rock. <laughs> Can you something out? <laughs> what this foul is cooking? Like, bro, like, there's nothing you can I do. I love it, man. I but love that, it. That was the basketball where it turned you into a man real quick. Like, Michael, when he was like, I'm tired of taking the yeah, pain. I want to like, the pain. I actually had to hit the weight room because I, I was 6'6 uh, six, six and kind of smaller. Yeah. But I didn't hit the weight room. That boy had to put on muscle to go against the Pistons. Yep. Crazy. That's crazy. And then you see that Michael literally had to put that. He took that mindset he had of like, yo, I'm not going to let them push me around. I got to get stronger. He had to help them apply that to their game. Yeah. Like, listen, Scotty, listen, Rick Mahorn, stop Horace, whining like Horace a little bitch. Told, told, or Grant, oh, stop. Rick Mahorn. Horace Grant, stop whining uh, like a little <laughs> <laughs> If it hits you, say, man, it hurt. I don't care if it hurt. Don't let them see you. Yeah. Hurting. If it hurt, turn around, look the other way. Don't be out there. Man, he hit me. Shut up. <laughs> it's like Mike don't care. Mike would win. He said whenever Scotty Pippen yeah, got that they foul literally from Dennis Rodman. Took his legs off. When Dennis Rodman shoved him and yeah, got that flavor. In mid-air, Dennis just took an elbow to the mid and yeah. Scotty went boom. And then whenever they were like, whenever he didn't say nothing, mm-hmm. like he didn't whine, he didn't game. complain. He just got up, game over. Game. That's when you they can knew. see it in Scotty's face too. He got up and was like, all right. That's a bet. And then Dennis was like, oh, dang, did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, coach. Okay, coach, shut me out. They going to dunk on me, coach. That's, oh, man, I oh, love. Oh, defensive player of the year, huh? I, okay, bet. I love it, bro. Love, 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 love it. So, next episode is Dream Team. I don't know what the second part is. I don't know what five and I don't know what six is. I know episode five is Dream Team. Okay. And I'm looking forward to them talking about that Dream Team matchup between, like, the A team and the B team that – is like it's like quote unquote it's the greatest game that no one's ever seen because it's between the A team of the dream team mm-hmm. and I think the next team or I forget what year that team was but it's that and it's amazing there's like small foot it's like twenty seconds of it but it's like Michael going at uh barkley ewing like it's just like oh my god yeah. like it's insane it's the greatest basketball players on the earth at that time yeah. playing uh like a scrimmage but playing it like an actual game mm-hmm. like fouling like like playing it like an actual game even though they're on the same team and i'm like bro cannot be a fly on the wall please <laughs> just go back in time and sit down and be like oh my god gosh after this break we're gonna come back we're talking the N- nba draft no nba nfl draft what speak the England. We're going to come back and talk about the NFL draft. Why teams won, why teams lost. And we're back. Now, before we get into it, I wanted to show you or tell you two things that I saw. One, uh, Kobe had a documentary crew following him that last season. Yeah, I heard. So that's coming. I'm at ready, At some bro. point. 
I don't know when. Obviously, they're working on it posthumously with Vanessa Bryant and other people. But they have that last season where he scores 60-whatever in the last game against the Jazz. Mm -hmm. They have that season in the documentary works. Uh, D-Wade also said they have the 2008 Redeem Team Olympic season in documentary works right now. Oh. With Kobe, LeBron, D-Wade, Bosh, Howard, Mello, Jason Kidd, uh, uh, Tayshaun Prince, like that team, when they were beating people by 50 in the 08 Beijing. You know what it was? Olympic you know what's games. funny? Is that, like, they'll, I'll keep seeing videos of random stuff, like Bro. older stuff. And I'm like, are y'all getting this footage from a documentary? <laughs> or, like, just, I haven't it's just seen live footage of the games. Yeah, but I'm like, not, not, not even that, like, them behind the scenes, like, talking to each other or on oh, the yeah, plane or whatever. Or whatever yeah. And I'm just like, is this in a document? Like, where yeah. can I see this? I mean, I need to see that because. When you look at what they did to those teams in that Olympics, bro, LeBron was like volleyball spiking every yeah. block. Like, it was insane. D-Wade was stealing it, throwing cross-court alley-oops to Kobe Bryant. Like, it was just absolutely insane. That's when that's when teams around the country realized they just couldn't keep up. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's it's, a, and that's it's what America, with, and then, yeah. With the, Amer- with the original Dream Team, with... Mike, Larry, all those got magic, and they were just like, nah, we just picking them apart. Yeah. And then this dream, the the Redeem team was like, oh, they can just do alley-oops whenever they want. Uh-huh. Or dunk on us, or dunk on us whenever they want. Yikes. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Recapping the NFL draft. So, Wayne and I last week had a list. Do you have the list of all the players in the first round? Yes. <clears throat> Wayne and I last week made a list, made the list of the top 10 who we thought would go at what spot. And we're going to see who won. The winner or the loser has to do push-ups on the next video that we post, huh? which would be probably a, a horse or a dunk video. Uh, and the loser has to do push-ups, which will probably so you, be, yeah, be you me. Yeah, lost. you lost. So, exactly. That's so, why you know that. First it was pick, close. What was, was the close. first pick? Who was the first pick? So the first pick was Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. We, we got that right. Of All right. Course. Joe Burrow to the Bengals. Yeah. Looking good for them. Next pick. Next pick was Chase Young. We both got that right. Yep. Chase Young to the Redskins. Next Here, pick. Here's where it kind of gets interesting. Yeah. Because pick number three. I said Isaiah. You said Okuda. Yeah. The, and the Okuda. Lions got Okuda. Uh-huh. So I was right and yep. you were wrong. Yep. Take that L. I'm, I'm, I did. <laughs> Next, number four. Um, I had Giants. Judy. I had you, Judy. You had Judy. I said offensive tackle. But you said worse. But I said the wrong tackle. So I gave you half a point. Okay, good. So right now it's one to one they and, to half. Worse, but the Giants took an offensive tackle, which is good for Saquon and good for Daniel Jones. Next, yeah, the Giants took Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas. Then next, the Dolphins took Tua. Yeah. And then we both had Herbert going there. Oh. And then six, the the Chargers took Herbert, but we both had Tua, Tua. going there. So we had it flip flop. Yeah. God dang it. And then number seven, we said CD, but they took Derrick Brown, a defensive tackle. Okay. The Panthers did. Yes. Then eight was Isaiah Simmons, and we said Wills. Wills. Which was picked number 10. Yeah. So who was number nine? Number nine, we said Ruggs, but it was actually C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson, the cornerback for the Jags. And then Jedrick Wills went to number 10 to the Cleveland Browns mm. offensive tackle. So the score was what? Three and a half to two? Or to three to two and a half? was one, two, three to two and a half. Yes. Dang. You lost by half a point. Yeah. And you have to do 100 push-ups. 
Uh, no. I will do 10. <laughs> I won, so I'm making the rules. <laughs> I will do 10. So You'll do 15. NFL draft, obviously, there, there was like givens. Like Joe, there wasn't a lot of training in the first round. Uh, Joe Burrow went where we, where we expected. Uh, Chase Young went where we expected. The wide receivers dropped a little bit. They went in the teens. Uh, but a couple teams had a good draft. Cowboys had a good draft. Uh, the Broncos had a good draft. The Ravens had the a good Ravens draft. Ravens and the Raiders had good drafts. The, yes. the Dolphins had good drafts. Because they had freaking every pick, bro. Again, that's what you do. There are a couple teams that had really good drafts. A couple teams had decent drafts. Do you think your team had a decent draft, Wayne? How would you like to explain your team's draft? I wanna I'll ex- let you go first. I'm going to explain the Steelers draft as... A train wreck that I thought was going to happen, but it turned into more of a, I don't know. It was all right. I thought it was going to be bad. <laughs> Honestly, uh-huh. looking at it, looking at who we picked, because we didn't have a first-round pick. We gave it to the Dolphins for uh-huh. Minka Fitzpatrick. Which Did they turn that into, who'd they turn it into? They turned that pick into an offensive tackle. Okay. To help Tua. Yeah. So yep. I was like, eh, it's whatever. They, they got okay. an offensive tackle. Uh, it don't matter to me. But um, I think that was pick 18. Yeah, I think, I think it was the tackle then. Um, but we picked with our second round pick. We took um, who was the first guy we took? I forgot. I wanted us to get Jalen Hurts. Yeah, we ended up getting a receiver, Claypool. Uh, Claypool. Uh-huh. We got um, a running back, McFarland. Uh-huh. We got um, I think we got a linebacker somewhere. Uh-huh. And I was like, why are we taking all these dudes? Like, we have good receivers. We're getting uh-huh. big. We're getting big Ben back. Yeah. The running back I was okay with because dude's fast. Like I watched like his highlight thing. Dude's quick. He's speedy. What school did he that. go to? Do you remember? Um, he went to. I'm looking at the team. I, I don't know Maryland maybe. Okay. I don't know, but he's good. I think it was Maryland. I think I know who. You're, I think I know who you're talking about. Fast little kid. Yeah, yeah. I think but, it was Maryland. <clears throat> what I was hoping for was that we would drive Big Ben's successor. Uh-huh. And the only way I see us getting uh, someone to surpass or to take over when Big Ben inevitably goes and retires uh-huh. is if we tank and get Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence yep. next season, which do it. I promise you if we tank and <laughs> we go it. like 2-14 and 14 or whatever, then I'm going to be pissed off because <laughs> – Do it. We have we're not gonna win the Super Bowl with this squad right now, uh-huh. but we can make some noise in the early rounds of the playoffs, uh-huh. especially with the with way the they're talent. trying a new season they're trying to do yeah. whatever. We can do something different here. Don't tell me. But do you want to do something different? Only don't, to lose in the don't second sit round. here and tell me that we drafted all these they quote unquote edgy players. That's what they described yeah. our draft as. We drafted a bunch of edgy guys. I mean, if you look at Claypool when he. He he, his his footwork sideline because <laughs> his footwork is not good. <laughs> but what he does do not well good. <laughs> is he will block the crap out of any small little cornerback. He reminds me of that Mike Evans play when Mike Evans chunked oh, that little cornerback. Lord, my, or when my Heinz Ward when he yeah 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 when yeah. Heinz Ward would block these dudes. Like that's what Claypool reminds me of. God dang. which is fine, Mike Evans. <laughs> but we drafted a tight end that wants to play wide receiver. Like yep. I don't. He worked out with tight ends at the combine. He's a wide receiver who worked out with tight ends. <laughs> I don't understand. So he's I don't strong. Understand. Obviously, he's strong. Yeah. But footwork and the all getting off the line of scrimmage is going to be. He needs to go. Like I said, he needs to go out there because 
the person, the receiver that Steelers have that reminds me of Antonio Brown the most is Deontay Johnson. Go work out with him. What year is Deontay Johnson? Do you remember? Do you know? I He's young? Second year, third okay. year, something like okay. I don't know. But uh, go work out with Deontay Johnson. He led the league last year in like yards of separation between him and the cornerback or whatever, which I didn't even know they had that as a stat. Yeah. But apparently they do. And I was like, all right, cool, bet, whatever. But he knows how to get separation. And he reminds me of Antonio Brown slightly. So go work out with him. Go work out with whoever you got to work out. Get your feet right and be able to beat these cornerbacks <laughs> off the line. Or at least if you can't do that, you better dominate them at the point of attack. They will never press you again, bro. Yeah. That's the only thing I got for, for Claypool. But as far as the other picks that we got, I mean, if I degrade it, I'd give us maybe a B minus, C plus, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Because we got we didn't get any like standout breakout stars, but we got a lot of guys who are just edgy and have that like I wanna win mentality. Yeah. It's just that their skill set ain't there yet but they're going to a good spot to learn and you're playing for one of the best coaches in the nfl mike tomlin so i'm all here for it but basically what the Steelers are saying is big ben you're back we're giving you the keys take this team to where however far you can get them however far you can go and i don't like that (laughs) yeah because i don't like that (laughs) because behind big ben is a low-key almost racist (laughs) and and low-key man we call duck like what the heck (laughs) Like I mean, I like those guys kind of. I like, I like Duck more than I like Rudolph. But goodness, <laughs> what a team! And your they division got, got stronger too. Ravens the Browns got, got stronger. stronger. The Browns got stronger. Cleveland got. I mean, I mean, uh, Cincinnati yeah, I mean, got. Cincinnati stronger. got a quarterback now. And uh, who did the quarterback or who did the Bengals draft with AJ Green? They got a quarter. Or they got another wide receiver. KJ Hamler. We said no, no. Broncos got him. Broncos got him. I don't know who else brought the, the no the, T Higgins. Sorry, they have okay. T Higgins. So they have T Higgins and AJ Green. And so look, like everybody around <laughs> and us Tyler is getting Eifert. stronger. And our defense is cool. Like our defense is starting to kind of look like that steel curtain type defense. Not I'm not saying they are not yeah not but close, they're but getting they're getting they're looking like it. Like you can't pass on us, you can't run on us, and we yep. get pressure on the quarterback, which I'm cool with. But our offense ain't doing too hot. Ain't the only doing thing, too the only thing that I can see us that I can see happening good for our offense is that we can finally put Juju and he doesn't have to be like the number one guy anymore, or put him on the edge yeah. or on on the on the outside where he has to line up against the Stephon Gilmore's and the um and the uh, Jalen Ramseys of the world and all that stuff and the Richard Sherman's or whatever he can play slot which is what he's good at yeah he can stay in the slot and yeah. work the middle of the field and then leave Deontay and Claypool, and whoever else we got out there to run the outsides and do what they got to do. But that's the only thing. And then we have a good duo now, a running back duo with James Conner, and hopefully the McFarlane kid yeah, the jumps up kid. to number two. Because yeah. we got good running backs. Like whenever Conner was hurt last year, they uh, what was stepped the kid? in. What was the name of the backup? I remember him. He's I remember Duke. Him. Yes, I remember him when he was Snell. a rookie. Snell. Benny Snell. Yeah, Benny Snell. Is he Dude, from, I thought he was from kids Kentucky. Over. Is it Kentucky? Or I think it was from Kentucky. It was from one of those schools Beanie that Snow, doesn't play. I, I really liked him. Yeah, he's a, he's a like a hamster or muscle hamster. Like uh, du, uh, he's like who's the dude from the from the Buccaneers? Doug Martin. Doug Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like that type Doug of Martin like, meets Derrick Henry Light. So like many. he's he's just like yeah, he's big. That's what it is. Yeah, but we had him. We had somebody else, and they stepped up pretty good because we had them doing like the running back combo whenever yeah. James Conner. I remember hurt. that. I remember that. So. 
now we'll have Connor, McFarlane, Snell, and then that other person. And I don't know who else we have. We load up on running backs for no reason. But anyway. So you say season, C plus, B minus? C plus, B minus for the okay. Steelers. Um, let me tell you why the Eagles draft. Was an F? Was a <laughs> D plus. <laughs> Legitimately. Let me tell you why it's a D plus. Um, and the only reason why, I, I, I'm being mean. I'm going to, you know, no, I'm not. D plus. Nah, stick with your guns, cuz. I'm saying D plus. Let me tell you why the Eagles draft was a D plus. Jalen Rager, great pick. Okay? Not the pick people wanted, but great when you realize that homie runs 4-3 consistently. Mm-hmm. That homie is, like, his, his footwork, his high school coach, it's like the people he works with, the same people that work with Julio and Antonio Brown. Like, homie's got the footwork. Side note. Did yeah. you see they had the fan experience thing or whatever where you could run the 40? Yeah. And that fan ran a 4-1? Yes. Or no, it was 4-4-1. Four, 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 no, it was a 4-1. I did not see that. I'll have to see it later. It was a, he ran a 4-1. I'll show it to you. Okay. Um, so, they get Jalen Rager. So, the, the theme of this year for the Eagles draft was speed. They get people who are fast. So, that's what they did. They got Jalen Rager. Speed. They traded for Marquise Goodwin from San Fran. Speed. They're hoping Deshaun Jackson comes back healthy. Speed. They get they draft John Hightower. Speed. Quez Watkins. Speed. These are all dudes that run 4-4, 4-3, like low 4-3, low 4-4. So the theme is speed kills, right? So with the 53rd pick in the second round, the Eagles decide to go Jalen Hurts. I I Still do not know why <laughs> to this day. And I'm going to tell you why. To now, this day. To this day. Now, here's the thing. Here's the problem with this situation. There's nothing wrong with his character. Nothing wrong with who he is. Nothing wrong with his athleticism. I'm not saying kid can't play. It's obvious. He's a good kid. He's a leader. He can play. Okay? He was not in the top group of quarterbacks that came out of this draft, number one. Right? He's not Tua. Mm-hmm. He's not Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. He's not Justin Herbert. He, you know what I'm saying? He's not Jordan Love, right? Mm-hmm. He got beat out by Tua at Alabama and went to Oklahoma, right? So let's not get it twisted. He's good, but he there's a gap of progression of ability to play, of ability to make reads. Because when he played LSU, homie got exposed. <laughs> Expose him. So... He, he's like he's like Tyrod to me. Okay. Where he can, if he's careful, he can control the pace of the game, not turn over the ball, score some touchdowns. That's what you want out of him, right? Okay. So you do that. You draft him at 53, no. In the third round or the fourth round, sure. In the NFL draft, your first and second round picks are usually going to see the field most of the time, or you want them to. You want them to be immediate contributions. Right? Eagles mm-hmm. second round pick last year, Miles Sanders. Kids got the juice. Eagles second round pick a couple years ago, Zach Ertz. It's I don't have to explain Zach Ertz. He's Zach Ertz. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in this situation, you decided, you know what? Uh Carson Wentz, uh, we just paid you 120-ish million dollars with guaranteeing quarterback money. You're our quarterback of the future. You're our quarterback. You're our franchise quarterback. You're 27 years old. You in your prime. Let's get it. Second round pick, actually. <laughs> See, what we had meant to say was you're going to draft your backup, Already. maybe even your predecessor, if you're not careful, right? 
Mm-hmm. So I like it's like what me, what message does that send to the locker room to the media? Because now I have to hear Skip Bayless talk about bench Wentz and start Jalen Hurts for the next six months <laughs> from him, Max Kellerman. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's frustrating and annoying, right? So in this situation, it's lose lose. Either Jalen comes in, does a couple plays, great. Takes over Wentz's job. Wentz gets hurt, and you were wrong about Carson Wentz, but you paid him $120 million. So we can try to trade him. Carson Wentz cap it in like 2021, 22 is like 50 something million dollars. Ain't nobody going to be like, yo, I'll pay that. No, right? Mm-hmm. So you're wrong that way. Now, if Jalen Hurts does awful in his first year, which he probably will because he's not ready yet, he's not, he can't read NFL defenses yet. Like he's not he's not going to be good right now at seeing someone like a Luke Keekley retired, but seeing someone like that or Devin Bush or TJ Watt or I'm thinking of the 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 linebackers in this league, or a Joey oh, Bosa a or a Chase Young or a, a Bobby, Darius Leonard a Bobby Wagner or a Bobby Wagner and seeing how their coverage works, he's not gonna be able to read that right now. So if he if you whiff on this Right? And he's not good. He's not ready. It's going to take a long time. You go, well, I mean, we're just going to use him as trade bait. You're not going to flip a second-round pick for a first-round pick. Mm-mm. I don't know. What world do you think that happens? Not in this one. If anything, it's going to be a wash, and you get another second. So instead of getting Carson another weapon, you say, you know what? We're going to get your backup. Actually, he ain't turn out well. So sorry, bro. So it's a lose-lose situation. The only situation I see this working is what i told you earlier if you go to madden <laughs> and you switch the eagles playbook to baltimore because baltimore runs that pistol with lamar jackson and you sub jalen hurts in and out in that pistol formation with options with so you can put rager in the backfield with miles sanders with dallas goddard and just confuse the crap out of teams and it's a wrap mm-hmm. and put hightower on one side who ran a four three four and put quez Watkins or put uh, oh shoot! And put Marquise Goodwin outside. Like you're gonna you're gonna stretch the field. It can work. Our offense is not capable of doing that, mm-hmm. right? Our offense went from Super Bowl with Frank Wright. After Frank Wright left, we didn't know what to do, right? Carson Wentz last year at four thousand plus yards, no receiver over five hundred yards. Let's trade a third for Golden Tate. Golden Tate barely sees the field. We don't know how to use him. He leaves. Let's trade a fourth for Jannard Avery to play defense. He sees 10 snaps. Like, we get people, but we don't know how to use them. Yeah. A lot of people, oh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was an undrafted free or undrafted player that bounced around, and then the Saints got him, and they used him because Sean Payton is a good offensive coach. Very, very. If you look how the Saints run offense, Sean Payton's a great offensive coach. Doug Peterson ain't that yet. That's the thing. If, if you expect me to believe that, okay, we're going to get all these speed receivers, we're going to get Jalen Hurts, we're going to actually put him in and make a two-quarterback offense that has never been done in the NFL yet, mm-hmm. and we're going to make it work, listen, bro, if you do it, I will eat crow in this. I will, I will do whatever for people to know that, hey, it's going to work. I'm a realist. Okay. We probably won't have OTAs because of Rona. <laughs> Mini, this is true, bro. You know, rookie mini camp is going to be different. All of this stuff and what to get your rookies acclimated is going to be completely different. We ain't got it. We may play in stadiums with half a quarter capacity. 
right? You the the curve for the rookies this year is higher than in past because there's a lot of outside factors. So you mean to tell me because of that, you said, you know what, let's get a backup quarterback and have him try to relearn an offense and then also retool an entire offense when you saw Cowboys get C.D. Lamb. And at 53, you could have went, ah, let's just get Christian Fulton, the cornerback from LSU, homie can lock down. Let's get the safety, Grant Delpit. Even though he went a little earlier, let's trade up and get him because homie can, homie can lay down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nah, let's uh, let's be let's like how he has that like yo. I'm a galaxy brain. I'm a outthink everybody in the NFL because in three years everybody using dual quarterbacks. We're a quarterback factory, ninja. We are not a college. This ain't <laughs> Alabama. This ain't USC. We're not getting the top four quarterbacks. And all right, guys, let's get in a room together and learn. We want to win games, bro. <laughs> I don't care about a, three different players' developments. If that means come. January, we playing. I don't care. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's where I kind of land on it. That's why I'm a little frustrated about a little. That's why I'm frustrated with it. You a lot of you a lot of frustrated. I'm mad because it's it's like selfish. Like, listen to this. Carson Wentz has played with 19 receivers in his NFL career, right? Nine are out of the league. Seven were undrafted free agents. Two have less than 600 yards with the Eagles. None have over or none have over a thousand yards. Three had one thousand yard season in their career. Those are the people that you're putting around this dude. And then you wonder why, oh man, Carson Wentz may be injury prone. Number one, Carson Wentz has been injured in eight games in four years. Uh listen, bro. Uh if you want to do that percentage and tell me that means injury prone, then you don't know what injury prone <laughs> injury prone means. Yeah. Okay. You mean to tell me homie had that and you get frustrated when he gets injured because he looks downfield and he sees Nelson Aguilar running in circles and he tries to run and get a first down? You mean to tell me, oh, man, he keeps getting injured. What are you giving him? You give him old, beat-up, ugly toys yeah. and they get mad when he want to go make his own toys and he gets hurt. <laughs> what you mean? On on Usually in day three of the NFL draft, you don't get starting caliber. It's Day three of the NFL draft is fifth, sixth, seventh round. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round, sorry. You're getting rotation, and you're getting practice squad, hopefully to play as like the fifth or fourth receiver. Like, Quez Watkins, he'll be the fifth, maybe the sixth. Hightower, fourth receiver. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like, I'm not looking at day three. It's, oh, man, you got a lot of speed. You did. No. No way I let you pass for the crap you pulled on day on day two. Because mm-hmm. after letting CD go to the Cowboys, you're like, dang it. Okay, well. Who's on our? We got Darius Slay. Great. Who's on the other side? Jalen Mills. Uh, <laughs> oh, they got CD Lamb. Oh, the Redskins have Tory. Uh, Scary Terry. Terry McLaurin. Fastball. Um, who the Giants? Oh, Saquon Barkley out of the backfield can catch. All right, you know what? Let's get another cornerback, or let's get another quarterback. Excuse me. So I think I think Howie looks at the 2017 team and he's like, man, we had two quarterbacks then. Let's try to do it the same way. No, Ninja. You do it not draft with injuries in mind. Like, they drafted, like, well, if Deshaun Jackson gets hurt, let's get a fast receiver. Well, if our offensive alignment hurt, let's get another alignment. Man, if Carson goes down, let's get Jalen. You don't draft with injuries in mind. You draft to get the best pieces to fit your squad. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. So, if miraculously we 
fire Doug Peterson or get the offensive coordinator from the Chiefs, the, the African-American coach, mm-hmm. and get him over there and something happens and the team changes, cool. I'm a realist. I'm an optimist during the season. I'm a realist right now. It don't look good, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, good. Jalen Rager, 30, 40-yard touchdown. Awesome. Uh, so, Darius Slay got Mari Cooper. Uh, who going to cover CD? Uh, Darius Slay got Julio Jones. Who going to cover Calvin Ridley? Uh, Darius Slay got uh, Keenan Allen. Who going to cover Mike Williams? <laughs> you know what, <laughs> over, you know what I'm saying? Every, every wide, you know, not every, but uh, we're playing the Buccaneers. All right. We got Mike Evans on lock. Who gonna cover anybody else? Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski, the other the other receiver that they got. They got receiver in the draft. Who like uh, most teams now have a solid one and a solid two receiving core mm-hmm. and good cornerbacks because they understand. Like if we're gonna, oh we're gonna get to the next level, we, bro. We we don't have we got people who can't cover stop and go routes. Like yeah. <laughs> like I'm not expecting stop a lot Mills. from this team, <laughs> from this defense. You talking about, oh, we got a hole at our second cornerback. We need a starter right now. Backup quarterback. Got it. <laughs> That's how mad I am. So, moving on. Eagles get a D, D plus. Unless you can show me that you can make people work in the offense. Eagles put an offensive tackle who's a left tackle and put him at right tackle for a couple games to try to work, like help him. Mm-hmm. He got waxed in those games. And they reporters ask him, yeah, what's the, uh, it's like wiping your butt with your opposite hand. Like it's uncomfortable. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I'll just throw him out there. Let's see what he does. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole different scheme. <laughs> like it don't work like that, bro. That's why I said you got to change everything. Jalen, it's not the Jalen Hurts pick doesn't work if he plays 10% of the snaps this year. If he goes like, oh, we're in the red zone. Wildcat, Jalen Hurts. No. Cause don't it's not, oh, we got a cheap backup. No. Not when we don't have a second cornerback, a legit second cornerback on this team. Ya basic. <laughs> that, that's how I feel. Garbage. Now, before we go, we're gonna let you guys know that we're gonna do a QA video very soon on our channel. So if you have a question you'd like to send to us, hit us up. This is what I want you guys to do. Best is our email. Our email is contactentx, um, one more time, contactentx at gmail.com. Send us a question. We want to answer it, and we want to answer it on the video so that you guys can enjoy it and have fun. So we got a bunch of questions, or we want you guys to send us a bunch of questions so that we can answer them live while Wayne gets dunked on. Huh. Or whatever, whatever we're doing in the Q&A video. I'm getting dunked on. Why don't you sign out for us, Wayne? Wait, we ain't discussed this. Bye. Okay, uh, signing off for this episode of Entertainment Exchange. It's your boy Wayne the Hatchet. We love this, David Johnson. We love y'all. Make sure you guys send us those questions. Don't forget, we love y'all. And until next time, love God, love people, and we're out of here.